Beer, Blood, in the Bayou contains adult language, graphic descriptions of delicious hop treats, and real crimes perpetrated in and around the greater Houston metropolitan area. Viewer discretion is advised. Bitches. So, Santa Fe. Why didn't we talk about it? Oh, coming in like a like coming in hot like that, huh? I'm sorry, I couldn't help it. It just been weighing on my mind. Well, I didn't think it really matched the tone with what we do here. And I, as yeah. tragic as that was and as deeply affected as all of us are and this entire city was and is currently, um it didn't really feel like it was our place to jump out and make a statement or capitalize in any kind of way on that. Um, and uh, I feel like we made the right decision. Yeah. Well, you know, in my stance, I was pretty uh, upset when I listened to last week's episode, thinking we left it as if we were going to at least say something at the beginning. Yeah. And unfortunately. It just, it, look, I, it, again, it doesn't match what we do. We, uh, I think you said it earlier, Ralph, we dance on the lighter side of some really horrible things. We really do. Yeah. And jumping into this horrible fray at this time was not our place. And, yeah. um, you know, Brower's got a lot of opinions, but um, yeah. his uh, are going to stay sheathed, if I can use a word, Josh, <laughs> that you that you like so much. Peacetime sheathed? <laughs> Peacetime sheathed. So I'll keep that sheathed to myself, my opinions. Let me, let me interject real quick. Can I, can I just say it, it hurts, right? I mean, I mean, from my perspective, it's just so close to home, right? Well, you that know? was the thing, yeah. It was just, um, I don't know. I feel bad that I was pretty uh, angry. Yeah, but I, I mean, hear your I mean, the, I hear the, your the other thing too is like I know, I know teachers who they teach down there. Uh, Josh, I believe you have an ex girlfriend that we used to be a teacher down there. Uh, Our son goes coach. there, and I, uh, two two thousand sixteen, I renovated that high school. Uh, oh, did you? Cafeteria. Yeah, we put. What did you do with those blueprints? We put in a coffee shop in their cafeteria at the yeah. high school. Yeah, and we. Redid some of the teachers' lounge and stuff like yeah. that. I got to know a lot. Of, they're great people. The staff that's that I met. crazy. So that that exact high school. Oh yeah, yeah. And I was there all summer. Um, my God, going back and forth with the meetings and all that, and wow. met everyone that we we actually met in the cafeteria there at the high school. Wow. for our meetings. Yeah, I believe you got yeah. in the art room. Right? I mean, that's what I heard yeah. Right. So so for me, so the day the day that it happened, um, I know I know some fellow teachers. Well. Let me back up. I'm not a teacher, okay, but I I know teachers. I, I have some really close well, you personal friends. Teach who, karate. <laughs> I have some close friends who do teach down there, and um, they're like taught me how to love. They're absolutely mm-hmm. devastated, and um, it rang really true with them. Obviously, for very specific reasons. Um, but yeah, it just I worry about Ashley going to teach. I don't think it's safe for any teachers yeah. and anymore. You don't know what kid or And it's know. it's getting it's just getting so bad, right? I mean, you know, I think I think at the end of the day, regardless of your politics, I think everybody they can they can vote, right? Well, if you're 18, are you asking me like legalities or <laughs> well, well, no, I'm, I, I'm, I mean, I'm just, I'm just where, saying Where are you going with this, Ralph? Well, here's where I'm going. I'm just saying if regardless of what your opinion is on like mental health or gun rights, whatever, I mean, you can vote for the candidate who you feel is going to be the solution for this problem. Is so we can vote for the parents. I think that's the only solution. No, parents man. I'm just, no, 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 no. I'm, I'm saying that everybody has their own opinions about what is going to solve the situation. With, with no, I have no opinion. Shootings. I have no opinion because I have no idea. You have no idea. How, how in the world can we do this? This is a societal problem. This, yeah. is, this has nothing to do with guns. Yeah. This has nothing to do with like teachers not having guns or not no metal detectors. Yeah. This is a problem with our the people that we have in See? society. I mean, some people would argue with you, man. I mean, some people. That's why well, I mean, we're not, we don't need to get on too far of this rabbit hole. I know, I know. I, I just think maybe we should talk about. It. I mean, some people say it's mental health, right? Some people say it's guns. Some people say it's parenting. I mean. At the end of the day, I think it's it's a little bit of everything, right? I mean, I was <laughs> I was fucking taught to solve problems by not killing people. I don't know about you guys at the table here. Never crossed my mind. Yeah, I mean, it's just I I, I well, it's crossed Brower's right? mind, but I was never acted on it. You're not going to believe this, but I was I was bullied a lot. 
I was a bully yeah, a lot. I'm going to say I believe that one. Speaking <laughs> <laughs> from personal experience, I, was bull- I don't agree with I'll you. I'll tell you what. I was bullied a lot from the guy who's literally sitting across the table from me right now. He made me feel like a small little tiny piece of shit. Oh, come on. Let's not. You did. It. Okay. You did. It's okay. 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 It's okay. Did I ever want to shoot him in the head? Okay, probably. But I was picked on. I was overweight as a kid. I was yeah. five foot two, and I weighed one hundred and eighty pounds in intermediate school. Yeah, not, not making it up. And yeah. I wore a size an easy target. I wore a size thirty eight jeans, yep. and I was five foot two. If you 30. were to do the math on that, it's like a hula hoop. <laughs> and I'll 30, forget, 30's pretty good. Jesus that's pretty Christ, small, Josh. Wow. I, well, I went from a thirty eight to a twenty eight when I got wow. to high school. Anyway, that's, I'm not going to talk about how yeah. SlimFast yeah. changed my life. But what I will say is, I'll never forget the day that a bully, when I was at that stage, glasses breaking out, overweight, and it, one of the popular kids came to the table lunch and was like. "Quote unquote, hey, no nerds can sit at this table." Uh, and I said, "Then don't sit here." Whoa! <laughs> yes, you fired back. I surprised myself. Wow! I surprised myself because I'm thinking, "How am I going to get out of this chair and drop my peanut butter sandwich on the ground?" Or, or two. <laughs> I may have had two in there, but I mean, there's wow. no way I can. I can't fight him, but I can say something, you know, witty back to him. Yeah, but for five seconds, did you ever think in your mind, like, "No, I'm going to kill this motherfucker." No. I'm going to shoot him in the face. Okay. Well, great. well, go ahead. Okay. We've all been bullied. Okay. Yeah. I, I've, you know, I was a kid that moved around several times as uh, growing up and didn't have a whole bunch of money either. And, and uh, it showed. Um, and uh, so I'd be, I was the new guy many, uh, several times at very, very crucial times. Once in high school, once in junior high and once in uh, elementary school. Yeah. And I sat at lunches by myself, didn't talk to anybody and waited entire semesters before I sat at a lunch table. Really? So I, I and I, I was bullied. I was knocked down. I was made fun of. I was every single thing you could possibly ever think of. Yeah. And I'm, I'm not saying bullies are necessary. But bullies are part of life. Yeah. Bullies call the herd. I know that sounds terrible. It, it's, it's, it's terrible. It's horrible, horrible, horrible. Yeah. I do not condone bully behavior. I hate that. I want my son to grow up to be a hero, not a bully. But um, that is a natural part of life. I'm going to go ahead. overcome bullies. Yeah. And when you overcome a bully, that means you set yourself up for success. Yeah, long time into the future. And nine times out of the ten, uh, our, if our listener in Pleasanton is hearing this, bullies are the ones that end up not doing much with their lives that I've seen. Yeah, that's oh true. yeah, it ends up being a dead end street. I'll tell you what, you, you you took the words out of my mouth. I mean, me overcoming, you know, some serious situations in grade school and junior high, even. Um, I think it made me a stronger person, you know? You know what they need to do, now that I think about it, is they need to maybe take the bullies um, here and now, like do a documentary and say, what do these bullies do now? Yeah. Like pick out the ones on classmates.com that you knew were bullies <laughs> and say, where are they now? And put them out there yeah. and show all these kids like, hey, well, you, you uh, know, these bullies are uh, probably going to end up on the wrong okay, side of the yeah. Well, thank you, Facebook. I Every once in a while, I'll come across people. No shit. People, people you may know. And I know guys that, uh, I know a guy that literally tried to break the door down to a house to get at us. To, to, yeah to fight us because he was a, such a bully and I get to see pictures of him every once in a while with his beautiful wife and kids and yeah. his uh, successful business he runs oh so he made it through yeah oh yeah, yeah. no so I mean we'd, we'd, so, we'd well, like well. to think we'd like to think that uh, bullies are like uh, they, they all end up terrible and you know they end up like you know working you know carrying a, a well, middle look, lunch no, pail to work there, and, there would be you know, a, there would be an draft interview beer every night there'd be an interview process I would pick out those and well, I would you, throw them away and be like no yeah, okay, they're yeah. all bad they're, oh they have a couple of uh, success stories yeah yeah well, okay. Well, listen. I'm just. I just had to bring it up. Okay. I, no, I mean it's cool. And like we. So, by the way, listener, listeners, like we, we really did talk about it last week. Um, we made the call. Not it was a heated argument. I want yeah. to say. Yeah, and we we just it just wasn't it just it just didn't feel right. I mean, I think we all kind of agreed it was very very close. We knew a lot of people were hurting, and it just wasn't the right time. And you know, at some point, maybe maybe we'll talk about. You know the actual crime itself, but I mean, for for our stories and for what we do and for the podcast itself, you know, we 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 do we do tread on the lighter side of violence, and um, but for this, you know, it's just it's just a little too close, a little too soon. So yeah, well, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, we can we can talk about some of the um, some of the good things that have come out of this. I mean, if you can call it that, you know, um, JJ Watt. You know, as much crap as I just give give the city and. I mean, where do I begin? You know, um, yeah. We, if we can just talk about JJ Watt for a second, mm-hmm. he just jumps out and says he'll cover all the funeral expenses of all this. All yeah, unbelievable. And someone, uh, I mean, I'm ready to start uh, work on the statue for that. Yeah, day. I don't think yeah. I told you all this, but I uh, someone told me when they heard that that they were like, I don't know if I 
should believe that it was genuine or if it was something that at this point he may do to get a little bit of limelight. And my response was, let me tell you a story about J.J. Watt. And we did a renovation project for what's called the Covenant House here in Houston. It's a nationwide uh, place. It's in every major city where they take in runaways. Yeah. And it's actually Bon Jovi's one of the big funders for it. Really? I remember seeing that Bon Jovi commercial where his, his, the phone number was... One eight hundred. Keep dialing nine. I don't remember. That. It was like nine nine nine. Well, nine nine. So JJ Watt came to the Covenant House here in Houston for a charity event, and I was talking to the girl that runs it here in Houston, and I said, "Man, what was? I mean, did he show up with like all his football buddies or like his little security entourage?" And she said, "No, he showed up by himself." And she said, "I actually asked him who else is with you," and he just said, "I don't, I don't really want yeah. a lot of people to know I'm here, much less." That he I was embarrassed. No, he just didn't want. Yeah, he didn't want. Uh, he didn't want the publicity. He didn't want people. No, the guy's know. a saint. The guy. The yeah, guy, yeah. Like he just pulled up like in his truck or whatever and got out and walked in like it was no big deal. He's single handedly uh, helping carry the NFL right now, and that's a yeah. struggling, struggling. It's, yeah, it's gotten worse in the last couple. I mean, weeks. honestly, if I'm getting, if I'm being honest with you, I don't really care about the NFL that much anymore compared to yeah. the way, way I used to be. I'm like, man, I can take it or leave it. Are you yeah. taking down the Terry Bradshaw poster or leaving no? That yeah, no, that's <laughs> no. Are you kidding me? That sexy man, TB. I think that guy's going you, nowhere. Oh, you've been cutting your hair like him for years. Yeah. Oh, finally, yes. Uh, the truth is out, everybody. Mm. Don't get my description out there. Wow. All right. Anyhow, enough of that. Um, horrible tragedy. Just want to touch on it very briefly. Let's go into how was everybody's weekend. Um, not bad. I think. Our dog is a voyeur. Your dog is a, a voyeur? voyeur? What does that mean? Our exhibit, exhibitionist. <laughs> well, it's okay. So it's not It's not our dog. It's um, it's uh, Ashley, Ashley's ex-husband's dog. And we watch him every once in a while. Okay. It's a great what kind of dog. dog is it? It's a Weimer, Weimer, or whatever you call him. Weimer what? Weimer Reiner. Weimer Reiner. I don't know how to say okay. it. Okay. But um, he, uh, he won't go to the restroom unless... You're out there with him. You'll literally let him out in the backyard, and you can look out the window, and he's just standing there looking at the door. He says, watch. So you have to, and he only goes to the front yard. <laughs> so it's, he has to be watched. <laughs> and so he's still, so hold on. So a voyeur is. So he's, I think he's more of an ex- exhibitionist. A voyeur is uh, someone who likes to watch or likes to be watched. Okay. No, you like to watch. No, no, voyeur is like you like to watch. Exhibitionist, you like to be watched. Oh, okay. you like to watch. So your dog's an exhibitionist. I think he's more of an exhibitionist, yeah. yeah. Thank you so much, dude. Yeah. Sorry, I'm sorry. Are, are you a FetLife.com? Yeah. Like, he knows Are you shit. still into like, that animal? Backwards uh, and forwards. Uh, hey, whoa, whoa, whoa. You guys said bronies are cool here. <laughs> yeah, bronies. <laughs> Um, but yeah, it's very, it's very strange. You know, yeah. the other day he dropped him off and I Once was on, he watched. Yeah. I was the only one there and he came by and dropped off the dog and I turned around and the dog was gone and I'm like, what? That was weird. And I went into the guest bathroom and he was up on his, up on his back legs, just drinking the crap out of the toilet. Yeah. And like looked at me and like stopped and looked at me like, are you going to shut the door or what? <laughs> and like went back to drinking. And I'm thinking, I'm thinking, what if like humans did that? Like you went over to your friend's house and just uh. beeline it to the fucking... Oh, that's great! Yeah, cut dude. that part. That was stupid. No, no that's that's. You didn't great. Like it. Oh, hey, that was remembering. Uh, I, I think I remember the college days when uh, people would uh, start going to a back room and start blowing coke, and the coke Whoa. was so cut with baby laxative, they'd be in line for the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> and there'd be lines Jokes on you, bitch. And there'd be lines for the bathroom. Yeah, like ten people deep because uh, the coke was so. Uh, it's so, so weird. Like, on and, like coke that. is like it's so it's such like a glamorous drug, and the next thing you know, like you're blowing your asshole. Out, right? <laughs> so you know, it's like, like a big dump. Yeah, it's exactly. Let's party. Hang on, let me take a shit. <laughs> I'm oh, sorry, no. my colon is being stimulated right now. Oh my, oh my god! Yeah. Oh, babe, this is so hot. Hang I thought y'all were talking with me. Like, we can't put any of this on the podcast. <laughs> no, we are. It's all in, dude. Yeah, Come man, on. this is great. Dude, this is great. This is good pod, dude. This is great pod. Anyhow, Brower, what, what about your weekend? Uh, my weekend was spent uh, packing our house. Yeah, because Brower is relocating. Where to? Uh, a little further north up the road, which I, is uh, where he can't get uh, off of two forty nine. I mean, you have to give us like actual. We want, 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 want the, uh, the Latin. Yeah, I just want to know. I just want to know. Yeah. No, it's up off two forty nine. We're going to be closer to a couple of different breweries that we're going to have to try out. Oh yeah, which ones? Oh, uh, Bearded Fox. Oh, uh, I BJ's think. Brewery. Yeah. <laughs> no, you dickhead. Is that like what you do? No, go ahead. So, so yeah, Bearder Fox. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah something else up there. But anyway, yeah. 
So, but no, Brower's got to have a nice little spot in his backyard to build a podcast studio. Or like a little podcast so hut. So doesn't have to come down here and fuck with you losers anymore. Well, who's, uh, who's recording with you up there? And what yeah, who is? Exactly, you, yeah. Hey, when you see my, when you see that studio, <laughs> yeah. you guys will come flying. If you could just maybe get some echo out of that room. Maybe um, put some rugs like, this on This is going the walls. to be a dedicated studio. That's it. Interesting. It's going to be carpeted, wall-to-wall. It's going to be have a uh, softened air conditioning. I've already, uh, I've already done the yeah. research on how I'm going to do that. Wow. Yeah. It's going to be very simple. Like uh, exterior structure is going to look clean, like a little shed, like a little, uh, kind of like a mini house. I'm going to spend yeah. X amount of dollars on it. And it's well, good for you because I'll tell you what. Um, if I'm being honest, and if my wife is listening right now, um, every time she walks by this very room, she wants to know when the fuck I'm moving all this podcast equipment out of here. She has like big plans for this room. And I don't know if you noticed, what does it look like? You don't think she's doing a podcast, do you? (laughs) No, is she trying to undercut our business? So she's going to do like no wine, not fine podcast and just basically talk about Sauvignon Blancs like the whole fucking day. Yeah, no. So really, no, she wants to completely like, you know, make this like a sitting room. And by the way. I thought this was her study. Hey, listen, exactly. A sitting room? What is this? Downton Abbey? Dude, who fucking uses a sitting room, by the way? Downton Abbey? Yeah, exactly. I mean, so you, you come in here. What do you do? You sit, and then what? I mean, like, you just, what do you do? You, you light visit. a big pipe. And, you uh, visit. You put on your visit. smoking jacket. Yeah. So I we still, have, I still have a grasp the concept of visiting. No, I don't understand. So mm. I, I've never understood the, so, the you know, some houses, they have like, these sitting rooms and shit. This is like a study. We have, like, this, you know, big room that, like, connects it be, like, our living room. It should be room. two rooms. Yeah. This TV and the other TV. Yeah, exactly. So we have this other, you know, we have, like, a room that's, like, our kitchen, um, our dining room and like our living room, like all together, like one big master room, like studio, concept, yeah. studio apartment. And it's called a sitting room. <laughs> yeah, this is going to be a sitting room. So I, I, if got, someone told me to come is, into the sitting room, I would say, I'm just going to come in here and stand. I want to stand. Piss you off. <laughs> no, I'll stand. Thank you it's very got much. To piss them off. It's got the built-in desk and cabinets and the barn sliders. That feels very... Yeah. Study. Yeah, it's okay. We'll figure it out, I guess. Very standoffish. So, well, yeah, hey, uh, yeah, move in in the next two weeks. I should be ready to start construction in the next month. Just take about a month to build it. Very ready cool. To go. Very cool. Okay. Well, we'll uh, think about it. Yeah. Think about it. Instead of what? Uh, well, I didn't realize there was some uh, hostility in this location. Well, yeah. I didn't know I mean, this was going to be a you sitting didn't feel room. feel that vibe? I've heard that recording coming. in sitting rooms has a really good sound. Yep. That's true. Oh, okay. As opposed and to what? This will be cavernous in here. Can I mean, you? Are you going to put some tapestries on the can wall? Can yours be more of a podcast recording room slash sitting room? So it's more. It inviting? will have a uh, a small couch, a round table with four chairs. What about a fake fireplace? It will. I can get one. I saw your uh, someone's ex wife selling one on Facebook. Interesting. Why do people sell stuff on Facebook now? What is? I, I mean, know it's so embarrassing. Yeah, it is, dude. I, I agree. Don't know. Like, I mean, like, like, am I going to buy something and then does everyone know about it if I buy that? I don't I care. That That's why I hate Facebook. I mean, on Facebook, I mean, on classmates.com, you don't have people selling stuff or <laughs> telling me how much weight they've lost. I just this assume that yeah. I'll see them at the 10 year reunion or 20 year Did you guys go to your 10 year high school reunion? No. I went to the 10, but not the 20. <sighs> did you really? Oh, yeah. No way. Yeah. God, no. No uh, way. Did you? I, I didn't go to the 10 because I was at a Cowboys game. It was okay. one of the best games I've ever been to in my life. And then I uh, didn't go to the 20 because we didn't have a 20 because... Everybody's like, fuck it? Uh, no, the president's in jail. Really? Yeah. Oh, interesting. For what? I don't uh, even bullying? know. Bullying? Was he bullying? <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> no, no, no. He's a... Um, Do you uh, want to talk about it or no? Uh, you look like you're pretty shook up still. No, no. I don't really know a whole lot of deets. Um, I just know that um, he's uh, uh, not um, among the freemen. Yeah. Um, as they say. Hmm. So, anyway... So I mean, I didn't go to the school of hard knocks. Yeah, <laughs> I went to a regular high school. Hmm. But interesting. Okay, well, tell you guys um, off yeah. the air. Oh, it's that kind of story. That's right. Okay, well, um, Ralph, how was your weekend? weekend? Sorry, yeah. Wow, you were waiting for it, huh? That's so I thought weird. you would never ask. Yeah, ah, that was awkward. Just, yeah, well, you know what. Uh, I need a couple of Z's, so uh, go ahead and bore us no, whatever the hell. No, you no, did. no, just every week. Do you have a, hot sauce? Every there? week it's the same thing. I, I, I ask where, like, where did you eat this time? No, I ask every single week. How was your weekend? I asked Brower. I asked Josh. Well, you're dealing we with a couple you? of narcissists. No, I just I, I know I never get it back. We so, asked you at the simultaneously. Basically, you. what happens is there, there has to be like an awkward silence and. 
I got it, so I'm good. So it worked. Because- I never thought you guys would ask. Um, so I actually went to Bend, Oregon this weekend. Oh, um, that's right. Yeah, I went. Uh, wait, you, you seem confused. What's that wrong? was this weekend. Yeah, this past weekend. Yeah. Well, I mean, since the last time we recorded, yeah. Okay, so but it's not this past weekend because no, it's no, Monday. Not like Memorial Day. Oh, weekend. is he fact checking? Oh, okay, okay. I'm just, you know, I mean, trying to get a few things accurate. No, I just like the last time we okay, recorded. Okay, go ahead, Oregon. No, yeah, it was great. It was good. I mean, um, oh, well, I'm so, glad we asked you what about your weekend. No, 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 listen, so, uh, it's getting good, I yeah, guys. Uh, so, so one thing I noticed some about real riveting Oregon yeah, stuff yeah. here, guys. So one thing I noticed about Ben Oregon is that. It do you took, have a, uh, a it, speech impediment, or what do you do you say? No. Bend over, Oregon. No, or? Bend, Oregon. Oh, okay, Bend, Oregon. The city, Bend, Oregon, is like. Or is that bend, like a saying like is, "Giggle, Oregon"? It is Bend, bend Oregon, guys. Guy, it hey, is, come to Bend, Oregon, forward, everybody. Is Keep de- Oregon bent. <laughs> it is dead. It is dead center of Oregon, the state. Hey, my name is Ben Oregon. Get through your head, yeah. pal. Okay, anyhow, <laughs> um, so it just happens to be like. Utopia. I don't know how to explain it. Um, there is like a lot of like there's mountains and like rivers and like uh, foliage and um, just a lot. All things you don't see in Houston. Go. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And it's just it's really pretty. Mm-hmm. And there's uh, multiple multiple was this, breweries. What was this for? Is this a bachelor party? Really good. Yeah, there was for a bachelor party. Oh, really? Yeah. You got a bad history with bachelor parties. Me? No. Didn't you get sexually assaulted at a bachelor party? Eh, maybe. Uh, you matter. have that unicorn tattoo on the small of your back, too. Eh, it it wasn't there some pictures that came out? Eh, it doesn't matter. Anyhow. Hashtag me. Ben Oregon. So one of the things I noticed, and I could not help but notice, was the entire time I was there, I did not see any nobody who was non-white. I mean, I don't know how else to explain it. Like, Oh, is that why utopia? You freaking racist? No, that's not why. <laughs> well, no, I was talking about the... No, no. <laughs> that's awkward. Stop it. That's awkward. And wow. No. So I, I can't go through my DNA, huh? No, shut the fuck up, dude. I was just noticing No that Egyptians, one. huh? <laughs> no North African Americans. Where are you no. taking? This is a... God damn it. Let me finish, okay? So, hey, Almost so at, Broward, don't bother flying up there. Is no, that what you're trying to tell no, me? No, I just... It was just so beautiful, man. Like, it was just... Because <laughs> no... Wow. weather was like... <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> the weather was perfect, okay? Like flowing no streams. No crime. Shut up. Flowing streams. Yeah, where are you going? Mountains. I don't know, man. No graffiti. I, just, I really liked it. Okay, they had a lot of breweries. Okay, I had some really good beer. Shut the fuck up, dude. The what? restaurants were good. It sounds good, amazing. I had a good time. Okay. Wait. Is, hey, got little, hold on. Can I finish? Let me. Okay. Well, okay. I need so, you to because I'm like okay, I'm still so, trying to figure out why you were. It got to the point where it's like it was it was getting a little creepy that like. I just I looked up I had to look up demographics I just had to look it up ninety four percent white what's the six percent ninety four percent it was just it was just like native island Egyptian. yeah like, yeah, like <laughs> North North Africans <laughs> no man but it was just so it was uncomfortable it was uncomfortably white it really was how was that uncomfortable because I, I just I don't know man because I'm like I live in Houston right I'm just I don't know I'm like a thirty three percenter here okay and I just yeah. I, I felt I felt fucking uncomfortable I'm not. I'm not fucking making that up. Like it felt, it felt a little weird. No, I can remember that one of the first times driving across the country, stopping at a fast food restaurant and seeing only white people work there. I was like, "What the hell is going on it's here?" It's really weird. Yeah. So it was, it was like, it was just very. Mm-hmm. I don't know how else to explain it. Um, but it was, but from like, an I know, st- I know what you mean. It, from an aesthetic standpoint, it was like a beautiful. The topography was like absolutely beautiful. Rivers. I mean, just like waterfalls. Craft breweries. I mean, it was just you know, it was it was really nice. Uh, lots of plaid, cargo lots, shorts everywhere. Yeah, not of, everyone wore flip flops. Lots of piercings, lots of tattoos. Oh, oh yeah, it's yeah, a hipster. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. not a hipster. I mean, oh, by the way, like I was the only. Well, actually, I was with a crew of like I don't know, like ten dudes, the only ones who didn't have man buns. Man, what? every man buns. buns. Really, everybody else had man buns, dude. Oh god, I hate and that. like that was it. I mean, it was just. Um, yeah, it was. Uh, it maybe was, I can move there and grow my hair back out. Maybe you should. 
Yeah, it would look super sweet. Yeah, so just by, to me. Yeah, listen. By the way, so Josh used to have like Jesus hair. It was it was really pretty. And by Jesus, when you saw it, you're like Jesus. That's yeah, terrible. Oh, yeah. His hair went out to his shoulders, like to the sides of his shoulders. Yeah, like uh, angles. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like it, went, it was like horizontal. It grew horizontal. Like a yeah, clown. Like if you look at it straight ahead, he had these two triangles on the side of his. Head. I had to wear two baseball hats. <laughs> it was like a mushroom. I'm telling you, it was like the No Country for Old Men guy. Anton Shigur. <laughs> <laughs> Anyhow, okay, so this is beer, blood in the bayou. Across from me is the wonderful, the giddy. Nah, nah, just call hey, me Brower. Just the Brower. Yeah. Just call me Brower. Say hi, Brower. Yep. Hi, hey, hey. Hi, hey. And then, like, to, the, le- to the left of me is just the Josh James. Hello. Hi. And then I'm Ralph Sweetwater from My Fear No Beer. And that's it. Yeah. There. You guys don't like the adjectives anymore. No, because you do it really slow, and it annoys the piss out of me when I have to go back and listen to it. I, really? Yeah, and he has yeah. to go read about what some of them mean. What? No. Really, really? Okay, well, <laughs> I... like flamboyant. What the flamboyant. That? I don't know. The, no? Okay. No, it's no, fine. It's, it's, slow and, it's slow and low. Okay. Like All right, it. fine. Whatever. Anyhow, okay, so enough. Are we good? Uh, yeah. I think, I think we're running uh, over time. So. You started off with a bang. Okay, cool. Your uh, Oregon story. Yeah. Um, thanks. Yeah, boy, how are we going to compete with that? We're, I don't know. It's all that downhill story. funny from here. All right. So I'm going to go get a beer. We'll be right back after this. Hurry up, white boy. We're back. Hey, we're back What's in up, Brown. Man? How you guys doing? Back in the Brown? No. Hey, no. We're happy back here in a diverse city like Houston, Texas. Am I right? Oh God, can you stop, dude? Listen. Hey, man, you're the one that uh, that <laughs> called it a utopia. Okay. Well, I meant again. It was the it was the surroundings. It was the topography. Hey, it was not. Well, fifty six percent of me agrees with you. <laughs> Anyhow, <laughs> actually, hey, can you I guys? You guys, you guys, can I can I just interject one story though? You so, have another one of these stories. No, like no, no, listen, I'm really so, trying to no, worry. listen. So, <laughs> so it was down the clan meeting, right? Yeah, no, right? shut the fuck up. So there we are. I'm, to, I'm reading Mein Kampf. Yeah, <laughs> there. You motherfucker. What is that tattoo that's barely? Sh- is that a swastika? That's fresh. There we are, Ben Dorgan. <laughs> Can you call it, just call it B okay. Oregon or something. Whatever. Okay. The name doesn't sound. Anyhow, there we are. Been to Oregon. Right. Um, so, like I said, we're at a bachelor party. There's literally one guy there who, who's single, right? And so we're, like, doing everything. In the whole bar. You went around asking all the guys that are single? <laughs> trying to get laid. Like, hey, yeah, you, group, hey, are, is the bartender single? Hey, white boy. Hey, is, it, is it male or here? Here? I don't even know if every male is In our single. group. In oh, our okay. fucking group. Anyhow. Okay. So we're trying to get this guy laid, okay? And, uh, who? The groom or the... No, not the groom. No, the one single guy. The one okay. there's like, there's like there. a single guy. Okay, anyhow. So at the very like the last night at the last bar, which is like this disgusting fucking hole in the wall, um, he meets a girl with a corset. You know how this goes, right? Oh yeah, yeah. You meet a girl with a corset. Anyhow, well, so, yeah, they're at, everywhere at the Renaissance. Was she? Wearing, so like, cool? he he ends up going home with her, and uh, they do what they do. That they do what you know what what uh, people uh, consenting adults yeah, consenting adults do, right? And but but so they just snuggled up to him. Good movie. The, the, Still Magnolia. Sorry, I'm, I'm going to steal a story from him because it was just it was so good, dude. So we're at lunch the next day. You know, we're asking like, and he's hey. wearing a corset, <laughs> and he's like, guys, I've changed. <laughs> he's like, hey guys, uh, it's my shack and prize. <laughs> yeah, I, I didn't have a shirt to wear the next morning. Sorry. <laughs> Can you retie me in the back? Okay. Tied up tight. Yeah. Anyhow, okay. So, but I'm going to go ahead. So he said. He said, so, you know, we, you know, we knocked it out the night before. Next morning, we wake up, and, uh, you know, she, before before we did, like, you know, the morning thing, she wanted to go put on some coffee. So she went, put on coffee. Turns out she was 75 years old. No. <laughs> she What, she switched to Sanka? She's like, what do you think about Reader's Digest? Can she I, made decaf. <laughs> can I finish the story? Okay. <clears throat> Damn it, dude. Will of Fortune. I mean, no, Fortune's playing in the background. No, it's just yeah. like the punchline is not even like half as good as uh, like the fucking nine things you guys just said. Well, you're competing against some pretty funny dudes. <laughs> I know. Sorry. Anyhow, so she's like, hold on, let me go put on some coffee first. So she comes back, and then he told me, he's like, before the coffee finished, I finished. 
Oh, nobody's he, laughing. He did something in her shoe or something. God, they went and had, they knocked it out again. That's gonna be cut. That didn't. That didn't work no, out. No, no, that was that was a stinker. I think it's a different uh, punchline. Wait, before the coffee. Okay, so he 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 slept with her again. Yeah. Oh, and the okay, it's nice. Yeah. But before, oh, but, oh like, that's what, oh, it's like the coffee. Oh, so that was he, his smooth guy line, like before the coffee was done. All right, this whole, ah, was this whole fucking thing. I'm gonna be up all night, dude. No way. This, this, is, this no, is good this, stuff. No, this is gonna be cut before. Anyhow, so guys, guess what? Why don't you come up with a new ending for that story? Yeah, then? we need that. You got to leave it in. That was all comedy yeah. gold. You can't just not put the whole story in. To be clear, mm-hmm. yeah. <clears throat> don't be. Don't okay, be okay, mad. Here. You're so let me let me come up with the ending. So she goes. She makes a coffee. And then he drinks eight cups. He runs home. He shoots his father. He runs off. Oh, what, we, what we did here is we did a choose your own ending, and we didn't like the first one. So we're going to go with Brower's ending. Because just so y'all know, we had to, oh we had to edit no, I it out. I can't, dude, because I know this guy, dude. I can't, like. I can't what? I mean, did. Well, you, don't want to know, you want everyone to know he shot his father? No. Uh, I'll figure it out. It doesn't matter. God, I fucking hate this. Anyhow. Wait, is this, is this your. Uh, what, what guy is this? Is this angry neighbor? No, I never met him. No. No. Oh. Oh, there's a new guy? No, shut up. Damn it, shut up. Okay, just get the beer. All right, here we go. So, St. Arnold's. Orange. Orange show. What do you guys know about the Orange show? Uh, Uh, Is this some sort of like a Donald Trump thing? No, not at all. What does that even mean? Uh, Orange, orange hair. It's it's an art installation here in Houston, Texas. You don't know know about that? I guess I... Are you, are you guys serious? You guys don't even know anything? No, don't, no, don't gas, don't, don't gaslight. No, it's okay. Yeah, you're judging us. <laughs> no, I. <laughs> not, Dude, I've been in the Rothko, Rothko Chapel and, no. and meditated. I know hey, man, I went to the, the Tuskegee Airmen's Museum. I've been to the Manil many days with a cup of wine and some tears. So don't act like I'm not traveling uh, to Houston. Yeah, uh, I have I a zoo membership and a uh, Museum of Fine Arts membership. I okay. worked at the zoo. All right. Yeah. Uh, I gave an enema to a sperm whale. Thank you. <laughs> yes. Um, I castrated snakes. So here we are. Um, are, you guys, are you guys done? Yeah, that was it. Jesus Christ. Had a really big... Well, I'm really just trying to go with the beer. Okay, so Orange Show. Um, mm-hmm. It's, uh, like I said, it's named after... The famous art installation here in Houston. Uh, not that famous. Which you, super famous which, on the which, street. Which <laughs> the two of you guys don't know anything about. So it's uh, what I, you're reading about now. Yeah. <laughs> no, listen. No, okay, okay, shut okay, up. Okay, so tell us, tell I, us. I had this beer um, multiple times in the past, but this past weekend, Memorial Day, um, I drank it all week in my pool, and it was fucking delicious, dude. So it's a it's a blonde ale. Um, Mixed with some some blood oranges, okay. Okay. So, but the thing is, so there's a lot there's a lot of blood orange beers out there. Most of them they're not cut hard they enough. Overdo it. Yeah, it's just like it's too powerful, too acidic. Um, Saint Arnold's like really really nailed it. So um, you get this like citrus aroma um, from the blood orange puree, and uh, a lot of citrusy hops. So it's, yeah, sweet bitter, slightly tart flavor. Balanced, light body beer. Um, bitterness, you're at like 21 um, IBU. Oh, I'm glad it's not 22. Yeah, yeah, thank God. Because <laughs> God, God, this is my cutoff, 22 and a yeah. half. I mean, this is... I, I saw your woo, lips. Like, right. He's going to say 22. You know, you know, one thing I like when I eat food and drink stuff is how bitter it is. Mm-hmm. Are you guys ready? Yeah. God, I hate, I hate you guys, but that's okay. okay. It looks pretty good just by the can. Yeah. So look, we, we, we see, we see. You see that nice and orange. It right? looks refreshing. Okay, it looks orange. All right, here we go. Like a sun kissed. A Shasta. Shasta. God, I'm gonna be up. I'm gonna be up all night. Hmm. Is this Diet Minute Maid? <laughs> That's for you. Uh, this is for Josh. I don't want that much. Least we forget, I have the longest drive home. Hold on. Hold on. There you go. Thank you, sir. <clears throat> Hold on, hold on. All right. So, let's look at the color. What do you guys see? Mm, it looks. I would uh, say normal beer color. Yeah, normal beer. Okay, it looks so cloudy. It is a little cloudy, right? But do you, do you not see the orange tint on it? Orange I do. Tint. I, oh, I'm yeah. looking at your shirt through it. Yeah. Um, yeah. 
Hmm. Yeah, it looks okay. We're, all right. Yeah, haunt, haunt, stop. No, stop. Enjoy it for mm-hmm. hours. So the car. Fucking so yeah, you, you have some serious carb on the top, right? So you got some good carbonation there. All right, let's smell. Oh, it smells like heartburn. Heartburn. Okay. I smell. I smell some hops. I smell some serious blood orange there. Hmm, smells good, huh? It's cold. Oh, it's it didn't smell cold. It got on my nose. Sorry. Okay. Right. <laughs> it smells like it's been in your fucking big old hot meat hook all day long. Anywho, okay, let's no. Hey, before say, so come on, cheers. Um, tell me that that's pretty fucking. Refreshing. I should, I mean, it's definitely a summer beer. That is delicious. I mean, it. I, Imagine drinking that in a pool all day. I mean, I could probably finish this little tiny glass of it. Oh, what a. Bitch. I mean. All day? I mean, we're talking about 12 of those. Do number two. Do number two. Go ahead. Go ahead. Just go ahead. What did you say the ABV was? Uh, 5.3. It's not bad. I mean, so these could be taken on the river and drink these all day. Absolutely. 5.3 is nothing. This is like... No, this, this isn't a bad This is beer. a fucking beautiful summer beer, dude. I'm sorry. It is... This is one of my favorite beers that How are How many St. Arnold beers are we going to do? I don't know. God, it doesn't so matter. Good, though. They ain't paying for this shit, okay? So, like, I'm, I'm literally, like, taking the beers that I really, really like this summer. Okay, so, I'm telling you right now, 98 degrees outside, maybe you have a pool, maybe you have a slip and slide, I don't know. But you're degrees. drinking this fucking beer. Great band. What? Oh, degrees. yeah. That's, I still have all their albums on tape. Yes. Anyhow, Mr. James, what do you think? I think this is a great um, beer. I don't have a pool like you do, but I, like when they bust that fire hydrant at the end of our street and we're out there in it. There you go. This is what I'm bringing. And there yeah. you go. And I'll be playing stickball out there with you. Mm. Anyhow, good. Yeah, cool. I see. I'll feel you. So that's it. So that's that's the orange show from uh, St. Arnold's. I'm glad that you guys um, kind of kind of liked it. Yeah, I no, it's more orange if I can be a, yeah. a real. But well, maybe. I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. So the blood orange is a very it's a slippery slope, okay? Because a lot of brewers they use it. Um, it's like pumpkin. People they, get they, too much pumpkin. They love, yeah, exactly. They they love to tout like how much blood orange they're using. And I'm sorry, but Santa Rosa they fucking nailed it in. And there's just so many that I've had. There's just so many that have failed. Is this new or ever? Yeah, it's, no, it's new. It's new this year, I think. Yeah, so it's like uh, it's hmm. seasonal, so you're not going to get it, like all year long, but. It's fucking great, dude. I fucking love it. So yeah, it's good. I would definitely buy it. Not bad. Anyhow, all right, cool. All right, man. Brower um, approved. Brower. Wow. Brower approved. Wow. We got to start taking notes on this. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, I'm not gonna pound twelve of these floating yeah. around on a, on a blow up crawfish or anything. Yeah, we'll see about that. <laughs> Anyhow, we will be right back after this with the blood. With the blood. Blood from, orange from oh. the blood joint, but but from 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 um Josh. Thank you for that. Terrible outro. Sorry. back with the blood here we are so finally my favorite part uh, says no one ever oh, <laughs> shut up i love dude, I how love many blood. times is he gonna say that he says that every single time well this one is definitely quite interesting all right guys i'm gonna take a leak <laughs> <laughs> you, you know you do say that every time right what i'm gonna go take a leak I'm i don't think here. i've ever said that i think you're you a say liar. Anyhow, i want to go back and listen anyhow and start wearing depends <laughs> <laughs> okay. Anyway, so hey, what about that Tony Saragusa pad? <laughs> you ever seen that guy? He's like, hey, I, sometimes I got a little bit of leak. What do you want from me? <laughs> Jesus Christ! Go ahead. Hey, I'm, I'm a man. I got a leak. <laughs> I've never seen that. <laughs> anyway, the guy that we're going to talk about today was a serial killer that uh, <laughs> did he take a leak in his pants? <laughs> that uh, murdered eighty women. What's that? 80? 80 women. 80. 80. From Texas to Michigan to Ontario, Canada. No, 80. That's correct. From 1974 to 1982. Uh, the victims were kidnapped from their homes, the worst thing you could ever think of, tortured from either uh, by either slashing them with a knife or other tools that he had laying around, and or he would drown them in bathtubs. 
That's, That's horrendous. Yeah, he would later be called the Sunday morning slasher. The person I'm referring to is none other than Carl Eugene Watts. Wow. And this guy was nothing but scary and crazy to research. Yeah, and he's got one of those crazy names. Was, um, the three-parter? Yeah. <laughs> so Carl Eugene Watts was born in Fort Hood, Texas, on November 7th, 1953, to Richard and Dorothy Watts. In 1955, shortly thereafter, Dorothy left uh, Eugene's dad, Richard, and moved to Inkstar, Illinois, which is right outside of Detroit, in case you're looking at a globe. Um, And we are not. Dorothy, who was a kindergarten teacher in Inkstar, Inkster, Texas, or Inkster, I got that again. Dorothy, who was a kindergarten teacher in Inkster, allowed her mother to essentially start raising uh, Eugene. Uh, during this time, she also has started dating again, and in 1962, she married Norman Caesar. <laughs> Eugene Watts was now uh, be- becoming uh, introduced to a stepdad in his life, which was news to him. And shortly, I guess not shortly, within a couple of years, they had two daughters. So now he was a brother, which he never really warmed up to. Yeah, um, he just wasn't a fan of being a brother by pretty much everything I read. At, age, at the age of 13, Watts suffered, suffered from meningitis and was pulled out of school for several months. While he was sick, he entertained himself by hunting and skinning rabbits. Totally normal. Hold on. So meningitis, no, no limbs missing or anything? No, 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 no. But that's a, obviously a pretty Good for him. devastating uh, illness. When he was bored of being an amateur taxidermist, he enjoyed constant fantasies that involved torturing and killing girls. Which no big deal, right? Holy cow! Yeah. That's uh, that's what I do. Yeah, <coughs> it's that's just creepy. Uh, when the Watts family re- uh, returned uh, him to class after his illness, he was found to be pretty far behind the other students. So he became the target of bullies, which we have discussed before, and is something that's seemingly never ending. Right, big pattern these days. But uh, although Watts was somewhat of an academic failure as well, he managed to become a good athlete. He participated in the Silver Gloves boxing program that helped him teach boys to respect themselves and to be a little more disciplined. Good for him. Which I thought was weird. But uh, they also, some people think that the boxing is where uh, he was, his brain was stimulated into wanting to start uh, attacking people, by the way. Well, CTE, huh? There you go. Uh, Anyway, at the age of 15, he attacked and sexually assaulted a woman in her home. Uh, She was a customer of his paper route. So at this point, he was a paper boy uh, while in school. Uh, he was arrested by the police, and he told the they hit the. the uh, this is kind of awkward, but he uh, told the police that he attacked the woman because he just felt like beating someone up. Crazy. He's this guy's already going down a path of destruction. Yeah. Uh, so in, in September 1969, after being prompted by his lawyer, Watts was institutionalized at Lafayette Clinic in Detroit. I thought it was going to be Louisiana too. Was not. Is there? Uh, it was there that the doctors discovered that Watts had an IQ in the low seventies and suffered from a mild case of mental retardation that impeded his thought process. That's pretty low, obviously. Uh, the doctor who wrote uh, what Watts' uh, behavioral controls were uh, said that he had faulty issues with his brain and should be considered very, very dangerous. Which, How old was he at this time? Around 15. Okay. 15 years old. 15, 16. However, after this diagnosis, he was allowed back into school because why not? So he went back to school. Yeah. Um, still had poor grades, but excelled in sports. He was disciplined multiple times at school for aggressive conversations towards girls, and they still let him stay in school. He actually ended up graduating in 1973 and was accepted to Lane College in Jackson, Tennessee on a football scholarship but was expelled after three months for stalking and sexually assaulting women Jesus. and for being a prime suspect in the unsolved murder of a female student, what which I couldn't find much information on that. But yeah, so this guy wow. is already getting a track record. He was sent to a second uh, psychological evaluation uh, before he was allowed to go back to college um, of any sort. Uh, he was expelled, like I said, uh, from this college. And when uh, what returned after going to the second psychological evaluation. He was uh, there because he was accepted into a special scholarship and mentoring program uh, sponsored by um, Western Michigan University in Kalamazoo, which I don't know how he was able to get a scholarship. No, he's a great athlete. 
What sport was it? Was this sport? This was football at this time. Wow. Not boxing. Uh, before attending the program, he was uh, eventually uh, evaluated again in an outpatient facility. And again, the doctor said that Watts was still a danger and had a strong impulse to beat up women. So they're being very blunt. With Jesus their comments. Christ. Uh, but it's due, like that's not like a warning sign. Like, what is a yeah, warning sign? Yeah, I mean, how assignment? much more? But, but here's the deal. But, you know, due to patient confidentiality, law, confidentiality laws, this was kept from the college staff. So oh, good, you can good, write this stuff all guys. day. Good call, yeah, yeah, you can write this all day in, on paper, but, yeah. I mean, it's not leaking out. Uh, and uh, so on October 25th, 1974, Lenore Kizazaki, close to one of our friends' last names, answered her door and was attacked by a man who said he was looking for Charles. She fought back, however, and she survived. Good for her, man. Five days later, Gloria Steele, who was 19, was found dead with 33 stab wounds to her chest. And a witness reported speaking to a man at Steele's complex who said uh, this particular person was looking for Charles. So, obviously, yeah. a pattern. Uh, Diane Williams uh, was reported on November 12th under the same circumstances uh, from being attacked. A guy asked him about Charles, and she survived and uh, managed to get the attacker's car and uh, identity and report it to the police. Yeah. And there was a, a pickup of several people. They put a lineup together, and uh, Eugene Watts was picked up out of the, out of the lineup by uh, Kazaki and Williams and arrested on assault and battery charges. Uh, while in custody, this is when people typically start talking and or bragging. Yeah. He admitted to attacking 15 females but refused to talk about the steel murder. Shit. So he's not going to talk about that whatsoever. Because he fucking did it. Right. Um, his attorney arranged uh, for him to be committed uh, to uh, Kalamazoo State Hospital. Uh, it was here that he was diagnosed with having an antisocial personality. Got me, me too. I also right. have an antisocial. Yeah, personality. at this point, people thought he was an all right dude, right? I mean, yeah. it's like no shit, dude. I mean, what? How many more times do you just evaluate someone before you put it put it to bed? But uh, anyway, uh, before his trial. Because uh, again, he was arrested for this uh, he, for assault and battery charges. He had a court ordered evaluation at the Center for Forensic Psychiatry in Ann Arbor, Michigan. And the examining doctor described Watts as a dangerous and terrible person, essentially, and that he would most likely attack again. So let's let him out. But he found him to be competent for trial. So then, Oh, yeah, absolutely. So he's still going to trial. Um, and at this point, I thought it was weird. He started calling himself Coral. He just changed his name. Wait, what? What? His name, his name was Carl Eugene Watts, so he decided to change his name to Coral. Coral? C-O-R-A-L. Like what's on the seafloor? I mean, maybe he was infatuated with oceans. Go ahead. I don't know. I'm listening. He pleaded no contest and received a one-year sentence for assault and battery charges. Because that's what you get. Right. And he never changed his... uh, plea on the uh, murder of steel he just said it never had anything to do with it what the fuck dude uh so in uh, june of 1976 he was out of jail and back home with his mom in detroit good for him this is when the sunday morning slasher emerges or that um, name that he was designated in april of 1980 the ann arbor police were called to the home of a 17 year old shirley small she had been attacked and mutilated with what appeared to be a scalpel she bled to death on the sidewalk where she fell. Belinda Richmond, 26, was the next victim, dead from over 28 stab wounds. Rebecca Greer, who was 20, also found stabbed her 54 times. My God. At this point, obviously, something needed to happen. A task force was formed, and uh, Detective Paul Bunton, or Bunton, was the person in charge. And the newspapers, again, at this point, dubbed him... The Sunday morning slasher. God, they're always so creative. They are. Like the wet bandits. <laughs> this is W E T. This is what sells uh, papers. I'm That's sure. right. Yeah. Guess. Okay. Hey, J- James. Do you know who the wet bandits were? Is that some kind of weird? Is this true uh, or a Home Alone yeah, reference? No, it's totally true. Huh? Is it a Home Alone reference? Like in the, it is a Home Alone <laughs> reference. Yeah. Anyway, Anyhow, so, okay, back, so, back to the Sunday morning slash. Okay, so however, uh, <laughs> this task force had zero. Okay, guy. <laughs> Stop, go. Okay. God damn it, go. However, this task force had no evidence and no witnesses for the most part and a long list of murders, and it was over a five-month period. So it wasn't looking good. However, Sergeant Arthurs from Detroit read about the slasher murders in the paper, and... Dude, stop! 
Stop. Turn his mic off. No, no. Christ, stop. Get him out of here. I'm joking. <laughs> Come on, dude. All right. I'm not going to edit all this fucking shit. It's, it's fine. Keep Go. It, keep okay. it in. So this is when uh, Sergeant Arthur, uh, Arthur's from Detroit read about it, the slasher murders uh, going on in Ann Arbor. Uh, he had noticed that the attacks were similar to those that he had arrested Carl Watts for when he was just a paper boy that were happening around that time. Uh, Arthur's, or Arthur's contacted the task force and gave them Watts' name and the details of the crime. Within months... Attacks in the neighboring Wisteria, Ontario, were being reported with the same nature as Ann Arbor and Detroit. Oh, wow. So now Canada's having the same problems. Uh, by now, Watts was 27 years old, by the way, if y'all were keeping up with the timeline. Um, he had, had a, met a girl, girl, had a daughter with her, which was definitely not ideal for someone like this to have a kid. And that girl left him after months so that was obviously she didn't stay with this guy he was probably hard to deal with oh, and he was a home. deadbeat dad yeah you would think that oh. at home he would be just amazing typically a lot of those Sunday morning slashing guys great great yeah, fathers great great, great decorating always there always I mean just like throwing really around the pigskin in the front yard participant yeah nah she figured out pretty quick this guy great at uh, with an ice pick at the ice interesting yeah. anyway so in October 1979 Watts was arrested or prowling around Southfield, Detroit, which is a suburb of Detroit. The charges were dropped in 1979 and 80. Attacks on women in Detroit and the surrounding areas became more frequent and violent. Additionally, uh, they believe Watt was under tremendous stress because investigators from Ann Arbor and Detroit were getting closer to solving the identity of the Sunday morning slasher. So Watts basically had no alternative. He needed to get the hell out of there and find a new killing zone. He knew they were on to him, basically. Which is why he started... He felt the heat was on. Yeah. Which was one of your favorite TV shows in the 80s. What? The heat, the heat is, is on? on? <laughs> no. Which one's that one? Hill yeah, Street Blues? Yeah. Go look at it. Look it mm-hmm. up. Anyway. Uh, anyway, so in the 80s, this is when that started happening. Uh, all the stuff over in Canada. Irene Kondratswitz, who was 22, was attacked by a stranger, had her throat slashed, but she managed to live, which is... God, that's crazy. Uh, Sandra Dalp, who was 20, had been uh, stabbed from behind, and she also survived. So I guess these Canadians, uh, they know what they're doing. I guess they can uh, escape these kind of attacks. Well, they are from Canada. Yeah, they know what they're talking about. Uh, Mary Angus, 30, of Windsor, escaped attack as well by screaming when she realized she was being followed. Uh, She was able to pick Watts out of a photo lineup and was uh, unable to identify for certain that the attacker was Watts, but she did narrow it down to him. Uh, however, detectives discovered through highway cameras that Watts uh, was in a car and was recording, uh, recorded leaving uh, the area during this episode. So he became the lead suspect. Uh, they actually caught up with him and about a week later. And when he was pulled over in uh, November of 1980, a uh, book was found in his car. And the book on the inside had the initials and the name of Rebecca Huff. Rebecca Huff had been uh, murdered in September of 1980. So now he's been pulled over, and they found a book in the car that belonged to someone that had been murdered. Wow. Not good. And this is when he really started to freak out, I guess, and stressing out. God, I would hope so. And he moved to Houston, Texas. No! And that, uh, that being said, I... I'm going to make this a two-parter because I... No, you're going to stop there? I want to focus on... Yeah, I want to focus Really? On, yeah, I hate to... Want no, to it's a good spot. Did I no, it is. No, 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 that's fine. Because now he's coming to our no, town. I, no, it's okay, yeah. Listen. And this is where, you know, it gets I, I, close to home. I'm sitting here... I'm sorry. If I'm speechless, it's because, like, I've never heard any of this before. Yeah. I, I never heard of this guy. And I don't even know what's going to come out of your mouth next. So I'm a, I'm just a little. Well, it's I can assure you it will be more interesting and funnier than what you would probably say. That's <laughs> <laughs> a that's a I'm gonna give you the Brower guarantee on that. Yeah, Brower yeah, approved yeah. comment. Um. Yeah. I appreciate no, it. I that's that's fucking terrible. This guy's horrible. And um, yeah, it's definitely a. I guess we'll, it's a bad one. Yeah, we'll conclude it next. Eighty week. people. Yeah, I don't even. Oh my god. Okay. Cool. So yeah, let's get to the Bayou. Yeah, let's do it. Um, Brower, you ready? Absolutely. Okay, we will be right back after this. 
And we're back. Hey, everybody. Beer, Blood, and Brower coming Brower. at you. Here's Brower, Brower. With, with the Bayou section. Okay. Now, uh, this is a little something that happened here in the Houston area. Uh, <clears throat> so, uh, this really hits home for myself and Jaimes. We yeah. both uh, were bartenders in uh, previous lives. I was a waiter. Uh, where? Yeah. We're Casa gonna... Tomas. No, you were not. Yeah, I was. No, you were not. We let you go before you ever waited at a single table. Did well, you cry I, on your first shift? Well, I passed the test. And he, then... Well, the he, server test. He passed out. And then there was, I, I, I hit a couple tables. You didn't do anything. Well, no. Okay, listen. Okay. So a bartender uh, who investigator said, investigator said served a man convicted in a fatal DUI crash of uh, Jocelyn Valero was arrested Wednesday on uh, the 15th of May. This is last week. Mm-hmm. On May 15, 2016, Valero was on her way home from prom ugh, mm-hmm. when uh, Eden Palacios Rodas, who was driving drunk and fleeing from police, Crashed into the car she was in and killed her. From prom? Yeah. God, it sucks. In man. April, uh, Palacios Rodas was convicted of murder and sentenced to 32 years in prison. Uh, Sean Terry, chief of Harris County District Attorney, Vehicular Crimes Division, says before the crash, Rodas uh, was drinking at El Muley Seafood Restaurant in North Houston. El Muley? Yeah. M-U-L-E. Never heard of her. Um, it's a restaurant, seafood restaurant. Uh, and was overserved by Natalie Ortiz. Uh, we observed him being served between eleven and twelve beers in about two and a half hours. Jesus mm. Christ! I mean, I, okay, what he did, horrific. I mean, the poor girl, prom night. But man, that's like shotgun. A, a, a twelve pack in two and a half hours. That's pretty crazy. <laughs> Let's do the math on that, Josh. I know you can do it real quick. Let's. I will get y'all. I'll get back to you in a couple days. Get that slide <laughs> rule. Uh, so that's a lot. Um, okay, so he's probably he's knocking down. You know. What is that? Five beers an hour. Uh, Terry said Palacios Rodas was so drunk he had a hard time standing. Ortiz was arrested at work Wednesday. Hey, can we stop real quick? Sorry. I, I, I mean, it probably wasn't the first place he was drinking, right? He did drink 12 beers. Yeah, I mean, how many know, do you but, need to get drunk? But, I mean, yeah. What, what, is, what do you what Do you, like, you think he had 18 or 19 he had, beer he had guy? a 30 pack before he got there? You know, I don't know. I'm just saying, dude. Go ahead. So, but here's the, here's the crazy thing that really got me. Is this was this was two years afterwards? That's what so, I was trying yeah, to do. That Ortiz math, was at arrested at work Wednesday and appeared to have no idea. Uh, one of her customers two years ago killed a teenager after leaving her service. Oh wow! While Ortiz was in the back of her patrol car cage, a U11 News reporter, Lauren Tellerico, asked Ortiz if she had anything to say to the Valero family. She said, "Who's the Valero family?" Ortiz asked. Oh my God! I don't understand anything. What's happening? The DA's office said Wednesday's arrest is just the start of a long line of ones to come as they investigate older crashes. Wow! Wow! So what? you're telling? Oh, wow! So you're saying they're going to go back and they're, they're going to start go prosecuting? Back. Yeah, this is. I, I, I My God! I mean, do, what are, do people not have any personal uh, accountability, responsibility for themselves? I understand that you overserve this person, but you're going to go back and arrest the person that served him two years after the fact. Yeah, that is what ridiculous. is the statute limitations? I mean, am I going yeah, to get Obviously. served at work one day from some guy I didn't know about that killed someone from uh, college? I guess. I mean, if they have video evidence and a credit card receipt to back it up. You remember when I got uh, busted by TBC? Oh, yeah, I remember. Busy uh, Saturday. Yeah. I, uh, a guy came in like with like a cowboy hat on and a white shirt and jeans, and he's like, son, I got good news and bad news. It sounded just like Matthew McConaughey. Yeah. And I'm like, I've got a girlfriend, so that's <laughs> not on the table. And I'm really busy. What, what are you drinking? Yeah. And he's like, I'm TBC. Good news is I'm not... Arresting you because we did a sting operation, but the bad news is you're in a lot of trouble. Why? Because it was a, uh, they sent in a underage minor to yeah. That's that night to means. several yeah. bars in t- town, actually. Yeah. And uh, I was bartending the night and they hit me. I mean, in my defense, the guy that ordered, he ordered a beer. He was probably six foot eight and it, he may have had like, a full beard and a tattoo that says "I love being 26 or something. I mean, <laughs> okay. they could not have okay. picked a better All candidate. Right. To smash do this. cut, smash cut. Two years later, I'm bartending same bar, same. That sen- guy came in had not grown up at all. I was like, no, no, no. <laughs> so, no. Same, same scenario. He's, eight, he's 18 now. Yeah, same scenario. Crazy busy night. Crazy busy night. And um, uh, uh, a kid comes up. To, it was a. It was obviously it was a kid. And what saved me was he said, "Hey, can I get a Coors like can?" And I was like, this guy got a Coors Light bottle. I'm not, I'm not lying. No, no. but he, he said, can I get a, a can? And we didn't serve cans. And I was like, uh, let me see your ID. And he takes out an ID where he's obviously a minor. I was like, well, this doesn't add up. I was like, oh, man. And I look behind him. I see a TABC officer. Oh, know? really? Yeah. And I said, I said, fuck you. Get the fuck out of here. Wow. Yeah. 
That's right. I, I, but I was pointing at the guy, and I was really saying it's a TABC officer. Wow. And I, but he, I busted him, busting me. Sure enough, didn't get in trouble. Congratulations. So, yeah. Very so lucky. you arrested the TABC officer. That's right. Uh, Entrapment. Yeah, no, I mean, I, I, I am so happy I'm through that part of my life where I was always worried about TABC. Yeah. Like, I, oh, I, no. When I showed up to work as a bartender, I was like, eh, there's an outside chance I'm going to go to jail today. God, I mean, like, it, there's, like when, you walk, when you go to work as a bartender, there's a chance you're going to go to jail that day. Either yeah. for fighting or so scared. I carded every, I think I carded someone having like their grandfather's 90th birthday party. I like carded yeah. everyone. I was so nervous yeah. about getting caught. That so, freaked me out. Yeah. yeah. So, so yeah, the, DA's, the DA's office says Wednesday's arrest is just the start of a long line of ones that, as they investigate older crashes. We're going to hold everyone responsible that had anything to do with these crashes going forward, Terry said. Ortiz's arrest is not just a warning to the service industry, but to anybody. Anybody who's serving alcohol, said investigator Chuck. Cornelius with the DA Vehicular Crimes Division, whether it's at a location or a party at a house or apartment complex. We have a huge problem in Harris County. Harris County leads the state and the country in alcohol-related fatalities. Really? Well, yeah, no shit. I mean, we have, there's Big no population. mass transit, and, like, we drive everywhere. Right. Yeah. I mean, that's... The, Zero mass transit. Exactly. Yeah, I mean, yeah. that's the only problem. I mean, yeah. you can't get drunk. If you, get, if you want to go out and have a good time, you're going to run the risk or take an Uber. Yeah. Period. In the city. And exactly. Uber did not exist that long. I mean, it's only yeah. been around for a short amount of time. Cabs, unreliable in the city. Forget yeah. it. Oh, it would, it would take forever to get a cab. Yeah, forget it. Yeah. Uh, as we go into prom and graduation season, especially, uh, where plenty of parties are planned, Terry hopes everyone understands the message uh, that they don't have to be holding the keys to get locked up. My God. That's, it, we, that is sending out a crazy, crazy... Uh, it really is. Yeah. yeah. It's a great responsibility to serve alcohol to individuals, and if you do that... You have to do it responsibly, and if you don't, we're going to come get you, Terry said. The liquor uh, violation charge Ortiz is facing is a misdemeanor, but she's also facing a third-degree felony charge for using someone else's oh, use someone else's security number. Well, that's a, what? Yeah, yeah, well, yeah, I mean, it's probably uh, illegal. But, you know, I mean, that's, that's a little caveat. Wow. Get. You, know, you know what I saw this thing? Uh, hmm. years, years ago. Very interesting. Years ago, uh, there was a, uh, a very bad uh, fog situation over off of um, two... Two twenty-five. You know, was it like we, a Stephen King thing? Or there no, like no, no. It was just very around? foggy, and it was like a castle rock. And it was like, it was like a fifteen or twenty car wreck. Right, everyone kind of like crashed into each other, and they were like, "Yeah, uh, no one was at fault, but we took eight people to jail for expired inspections, warrants, yeah. expired registration, expired yeah. license." While we're here, like, yeah. oh my god, you fucking dicks! Yeah, yeah. I mean, getting a wreck on the way to work, and you're gonna take them to jail for having like. Uh, uh, for, for their paperwork not being right. Yeah, not only they in the crash. That's horrible, dude. No, I mean that's what these fundraisers do. Yeah, cool. Mm. Well, Jesus Christ, that's a good that's, story, man. That's uh, that's pretty crazy. What's going on, man? Yeah, yeah. Well, thanks for bringing that all to our attention. So, uh, bartenders, uh, look out. Um, if yeah. you bartender, ac- please, if you fill ac- my glass for me, if you accidentally overserved with somebody, the wine you gave Jesus um, years ago, they may be after you right now, man. Yeah, I've been reading a lot, dude. I've been reading a They're lot. They're doing of, DNA tests. Probably. Oh, let me tell you a story. Tell you tell you a quick story about a um, about a, uh, when I was bartending. Ugh. There was a guy bartender, bro. Here you go. There was a guy who used to come in, little bitty weird guy who owned some kind of uh, communications business um, where I used to work, and um, he'd come in, and this weirdo would drink white Zinfandels. He would drink by four glasses of white Zinfandel. A night. man, yeah, a man. Cry himself to sleep. A man, <laughs> no, and he was like, he was one. He was like a real short guy. Give me some white Zinfandel. He was a short guy. He wasn't overweight, but he had like a big butt. You know, yeah. <laughs> I'm talking about. Weird. And really he was bald. And lady, he, lady hips. Yeah, yeah, and he and he had one of those mustaches where he shaved the top part of his mustache, but let the hair grow right just above his. Uh, just oh above his yeah, lip. Hitler, Hitler. yeah. It was really weird. No, no, no. He, it went the full length of his face, his, his mouth, but um, it was just he shaved the top part of his mustache. Uh, anyway, it was very it's weird. Fucking looking. creepy. I know. Anyway, it looks like a dude yeah. who would love so, Mike Zimmerdale. Yeah. So this guy and like, <clears throat> become a professional serial killer. Yeah. This guy ends up getting a DWI one night. Yeah. Right. And then he goes in contact with a white Ziff. Yeah, exactly. I'm like, oh God. Jesus I mean, you went to jail for drinking white Ziff and Did they make <laughs> him like a like walk the line like with his big old butt or what? No. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. But blocking the he camera. used to wear like really like and Daisy, sh- Daisy Duke bright white shoes. And you shake that thing. No, and uh, shorts all the time. Anyway, um he uh so did you remember the mall walkers that were at West Hill Mall? That of mall they had, like, they had like two stores that were open. It was called like Foos Locker, and like <laughs> they had like a food court that was just Shoe like locker. a Girl Scout selling cookies. Yeah, no, I remember that. But okay, 
So it gets back to me uh, from some of the attorneys that I knew that were that frequented that bar that this guy thought I was getting people drunk and then calling it in. Right? I was like, Oh wow! Oh, hey, hey, officer, dickhead! Um, you got jerk off driving white know, zip. Yeah, 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 here we go. Uh, white zip weirdo coming your yeah. way. You know, but it wasn't the on a big old butt. So this this guy. He demands a meeting with me outside of the ownership or the management of the restaurant I work for. Shows up in spandex. No, no, no. He sit, So he, we sit down at this table. It was like at night. I was I was managing the restaurant at the time, and it was kind of dark, and I was just sitting there with him, and he's like, so he starts really slowly talking to me like he's going to try and get me, right? And uh, Recording? No, I don't know what he was doing, but he was, he was going to try and like trying to get one over on me. Like, How many like, Zinfandels were you in? How many Zinfandels were you knew, already in? He knew that I was doing something, and I, was, and, he, and I was like, what are you accusing me of? And he told me, I was like, I looked in his face, I started laughing, and I got him walked off. I was like, <laughs> what the fuck, man? Are you, why are what? You're a moron. You're trying to blame somebody for your white, four white Zinfandel DWI. So, uh, um, they probably arrest him for that. He's probably, by the way, you had to drink that Zinfandel. Same guy ends up becoming a Walker County Sheriff's deputy. Gets shot in line of, line of duty. Wait, wait, this guy? This guy? Yeah. The Zinfandel guy? Yeah. No way. I swear. Yeah, he becomes a cop out of this whole thing. Yeah, yeah. He had the, he had a funny last name, and he left his. Uh, Hold on, did he? He, he had a he had a membership card. He had a membership card. He's a, he was a regular at the bar we worked at. He had a membership card to like Pink Pussycat Cabaret. <laughs> Wait, in Houston? Yeah, the one with the amputees. Yeah, no way. He, he had a membership card to that, and he had his name on it. And he didn't know he left it at the bar one night, and we had it tacked up at the, at the like bar. a bounce check. Or something. Yeah. That is disgusting. By the yeah. way, that place is horrid, dude. So he survived well, this shoot. They have like verified amputees like working oh, yeah, yeah. at the Pink Pussycat. Yeah, it's great. Ugh, gross. That's, why are you not supportive? Well, yeah. I don't know. I mean, I'm glad I'm glad he was into that sort of thing, and I'm glad he liked White Ziff. I I don't know. All right, so I think we should probably wrap it up. That's it's right. Been a long podcast, yeah. This has been probably the longest podcast we ever had, ever, I think. I don't know. Anyhow, hey, uh, Brower, thank you very much for the insight. Um, that's some crazy shit. Uh, bartenders, beware. That's right, everybody. Mm-hmm. Bartenders. Then, yeah, anyhow. And thanks for your uh, editing skills and uh, your music. Sometimes we don't talk about how much of a penist you are yeah, uh, with your penis, piano yeah, skills. Yeah, thank you. Oh, yeah, it's good. It's, You're quite um, the penist. Yeah, thank God for all this like weird electronic music that you hear right now. You hear that? It's good. Yeah, wrap it up. Let's it's go. Talent. I think it's good. It's talent. It's, it's talent. talent. All right. It's good. All right. I like it. Wanna, Good stuff. Just wanna. Alright, buddy. Put it on. Okay. Let's go.